Okay, you can start. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast called Daring Darlings, where we shed light on issues many of us face during our everyday lives. We'd like to be open and let you know that while you listen to our conversations, you may feel empowered, acknowledged, and sometimes maybe even a little triggered or perhaps outraged. This podcast is mostly hosted by myself and Lori. Um, I go by she or her. Um, yes, and, um, my name is Lori, I also go by she, her, hers, and how would you like to be referred as? Um, Melon. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, today's topic is about relationships, um, just any, in general, um, I think we we decided to just keep this converse, conversation very broad, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so we can start anywhere. Um, okay, well, speaking of relationships, um, I know that um, you haven't been single in a while. Um, tell yes. me, like, because I think single people and like people who are in a relationship they don't really experience the same life I guess um throughout the years like can you tell me like as a person who is in a relationship like have you noticed different trends in like the dating culture um honestly that is so like controversial (laughs) I um I I started like being in a very like long term relationship when I was just finishing freshman year. I think it was like twenty seventeen and um I've just been with the same person for the past three and a half years. <sighs> and I I <laughs> yes, I, I honestly I would say it was it is it was not an easy journey at all. Um, I think everyone, like, you know, on my social media, like, especially on Facebook, mm-hmm. I always see, um, I always see, you know, all these people, like, on their honeymoon stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you know yeah. what that means. Like, there's always a stage in relationships, and I feel like, the relationships that I have witnessed, they always stop after the honeymoon ends. Oh, yeah. Cause it's like, oh, like I'm so done with you. You never give me attention anymore. Or it's like, oh, like, are you done? Are you tired of us? This is getting boring for you. It's always the same, always the same old because it's it doesn't get exciting anymore. Cause you're so used to each other. That makes sense. Wow. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm not. I just, this is just, you know, my perspective. And, like, you know, of course, me and Dustin have had, like, me and my partner, Dustin, uh, who's been on this podcast, uh, we have had, like, you know, some some mistakes happen uh, here and there. And he, and he was, like, you know, he, he was really young. I was really young, too. Uh, I was going to my sophomore year, and he was going to his junior year, and he was like, you know, 
when we just first started dating, we were both very unsure of how we're supposed to mm-hmm. do this because um, I'm about to get like really real here. Uh, we're both very new to a relationship mm-hmm. like this where we were actually going to stay committed and like um, just like be partners. And, and you know, we're, we're both coming into this relationship as virgins as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it was very, it, I just, and like, again, like he is another race and I'm another race. I'm Asian. He's black. You know, you already yeah. see the controversy in that as well. Um, so when we first started dating, we started with the honeymoon phase. You know, we were, we were very in love with that, with each other. We, we thought that, uh, it was all about the physical affections mm-hmm. and not really the, not really like, not really like the, the mental or like, you know, the, the, like we said, I love you and stuff like that. But I feel like, you know, we were just so so attached to each other like to the hip physically and I feel like that's that's a big step with a lot of like relationships like that have started and are and are very fresh but like I think I would say the next couple like months the next few months or so that's when things started getting really stressful and like um like school started kicking in we were both still in high school um you know we both had to to find jobs um, and there was also a lot of like outside problems. Um, like for sure, like, you know, I, of course I got jealous of Dustin. He got jealous of me. Um, we had like, and you know, we again, like we were both so young and this is like our first serious relationship that we didn't know how to like communicate, how to be direct towards each other, how to, you know, work together instead of being against each other. Um, and I feel like, you know, just, I feel like a lot of relationships that I've seen, they don't try to communicate or work together um, or try to, I don't want to say, like, change for each other, but, like, but, like, you Fix know. Fix the problem. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Or, like, you know, adapt yeah. to the new, the new thing. And. Um, you know, that's, that, that was definitely a really big problem for me and Destin from the beginning, but I feel like you really have to overlook that and think about, do I really, really love this person? Mm-hmm. I think it's about, you know, that term as well, like love and in love, you know, do you love this person? Because you, I could say, I love you to anybody. Yeah. I could say, you know, I love you cause you're my friend, but, um, I could say, like, you know, I'm in love with Dustin. And I, f- I feel like, you know, people people just... I feel like especially this generation, especially, like, this right now, I feel like people just sort of throw love around and not really knowing what it really means anymore. Unless, like, you know, you really educate yourself and learn about what love is. And, like, love is struggles and growing together and struggling together um and celebrating together um and i i think i think not a lot of people like you know i i there's always people like posting on social media like oh like 
he doesn't love me or he's always like going out or you know bitches ain't shit like if if you're going to keep keep disrespecting people like that then you know it really shows how your relationships when how you nurture your relationships um you know, I, I take accountability for that. I've done that in the past. You know, I, I've been that depressed bitch who's posted about, you know, oh, he doesn't love me. I'm so sad. Must be nice. You know, I've done that before. But again, you have to grow from that. And you have to realize that sometimes if you, soon enough, you're going to want a really serious relationship where you want someone to, where you and someone wants to nurture a relationship and build, build, um, build together and you know you're gonna have to change that and uh it's really about the mindset too and you know I think (laughs) um what really helped me like in the beginning of our relationship was you know like um I think this is a really big problem especially like in relationships and like affairs and like having friends and going out and stuff is um trust your partner just don't trust the people there like if you don't trust the people there but as long as you always trust your partner yeah trust it's a big um i wouldn't say problem but it's something that a lot of people need to learn how to slowly um adapt to especially because so many people in today's age it's it's hard to trust mm-hmm. yeah yes for sure and and, and like you know it, it's really i feel like i feel like for me i knew from the minute that i could be vulnerable with dustin i think you just have to really think about that and think about you know can i really be vulnerable with this person can i can i really have this deep conversation and pour my whole entire you know life into this person mm-hmm. um cuz it's it's but then it's also like you know you, you don't want to lean too much into this partner because they have their own lives as well yeah, that's true but then again it's like am i supposed to lean it myself um so you have to think about the balance like you know, what do I want to tell to my partner and what do I keep away until a good time to talk mm-hmm. about it? I think there's more of, instead of saying like, I'll just say this part to my partner and then keep this part away from my partner. <laughs> I think, I think it really depends on a relationship. Like, do you want this much privacy in your life or do you want, do you want to be as open with your partner as possible. Oh, yeah, that's um, there's actually something that I never considered until now. So, those are very wise words. Um, yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you. I I just I just said it out of nowhere because I feel like, you know, you have to think about how much you want to share with your partner, and like, again, it's about it's about the willingness to grow and learn with your partner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, and you know, I I totally understand. Uh, again, with the trust, like you you sort of doubt the person when you know things kind of go mm-hmm. bad, and you're kind of like, do I really want to pour my whole life into this person? Um, because it, again, it's not it's not just you nurturing; it has to be the both of you. Yeah, and I feel like 
with like the whole um do I want to commit to this person from what I see I feel like it's a lot more than trust I feel like a lot of people are scared of long-term commitment for whatever reason Mm -hmm. like it could be trauma it could be you know they're afraid of old pain coming back but I feel like a lot of people they don't really love themselves and so they think that you know okay I'm gonna go out there and find someone and maybe this will go away and mm-hmm. it really sucks because I've encountered a few people like that and it sucks when they're not mentally stable enough to be in a relationship but you are and you want to work it with them but it doesn't work that way you know yeah exactly you know people I feel like people should start following that term called you should love yourself before you start loving yeah, others and you know it's like a lot of people would like disagree and say that you know you don't have to love yourself but the thing is when we talk about loving yourself we're not saying that you aren't capable of loving another person it's just sometimes when you don't love who you are as a person you depend on that other individual for your source of happiness like you seek validation from them instead of yourself exactly and it's like it's like you're you're really dependent and that's okay yeah. like you know be dependent but also again balance being independent and being dependent with that uh, with that partner um cuz it's like you know that that partner is 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 not your therapist yeah. you know they're not your parent um they're they're supposed to be your partner and i also <clears throat> sorry um it's okay. I feel like a lot of people with the whole relationship, I feel like so many people fail to reflect on their past relationship and the past hurt and they like mm-hmm. they choose to not like grow or like learn from it. And they choose to kind of like just push it away and so they don't grow if that makes any sense and like that bothers me because like I always grow I always like reflect on like you know even though like they did me wrong like I try to reflect from it um and it sucks when like people who did you wrong like they're the ones who don't try to see where it went wrong and they don't try to grow from it and it just sucks because you put so many people in this situation where you can hurt them and then like you don't right like that's toxic and being toxic like i feel like that's such a um it's like this thing to brag about for some reason like i don't know if you've seen on social media people like to brag about how toxic they are in a relationship or how toxic uh-huh. they can be to like their partner and it's like they think it's cute it's not exactly oh my and I just, I think, I think one thing that I really, the one, well, the most thing that really bothers me is how there are some people that say, like, oh, sex is required. Oh, my God. I And, like, and, like, you know, of course, I feel like sex is just an extra part because that's, that's, like, the physical affection. Mm-hmm. And like you know, being honest, me, me and Dustin, you know, we took our time as well. 
and like he, he of course he didn't rush me i didn't rush him we we both did it when we were ready and like that i feel like that wasn't really our major concern mm-hmm. um because it was more about you know ourselves and like learning about each other mm-hmm. and like actually getting to know each other um because of course you want to know someone before you like you physically give someone yeah. to your, give yourself to someone because that you're that vulnerable I feel like everybody loves sex. You know, sex is overrated. Um, yes. And so, like, it's very rare to find, like, someone who doesn't just want you for sex. Um, because the majority of the time, you know, like, you, you can go on Tinder. Like, they're they're always going to ask, like, are you down to fuck? Or, like, do you want to send? And it's like, mm-hmm. I miss, you know, just having conversations about you or like about like life i don't i don't want to do any of the um deed you know right like it gets tiring not saying that i do it all the time but like yeah you know i do need to treat myself from time to time but like hookup culture it's such like a big thing it's like if you don't participate you're never gonna be you're never gonna like I, I guess you can say like talk to people because like if immediately they ask oh do you send and you say no then they sort of just ghost you and it's like okay what was the point exactly and when you do find like for okay um I met this guy you know we were really great friends like he doesn't ask for any you know nudes or he doesn't ask me to like do any of these things with him and it's sad because it's so ingrained in my brain that when it comes to talking to someone I need to like be sexual with them for them to stay with me and that's so unhealthy so then when I realized that he didn't like need me to like send him anything or you know he wasn't asking me to do any of these things uh, any of these things, and he even told me that, you know, like, sex is overrated, you know, like, let's cuddle mm-hmm. instead, I was a bit surprised, and I didn't really believe <laughs> him when he said that, um, you know, like, he doesn't do any of the things where, you know, where you participate in hookup culture, like, it's so toxic, because yeah. it's in my head that, oh my god, like, if I talk to a guy, and I don't, you know, do this preferably sexual activities with him then you know it's not gonna work it's so normalized it it creeps me out exactly it's just like why like it's okay to go out there and hook up with people yes but why is it that people our age like like are you guys okay like you're 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 a little bit um horny out there yeah, because it's, like, it's an expectation. You know, it has to happen. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, I understand that in a relationship, you do want to, like, experiment a bit with sex to see if, like, it's to your liking. But at the same time, you know, it's overrated. I I agree, because it's, it, it's... I just feel like it's... Yeah, it is overrated, and like again, like we're not judging. Mm-hmm. I mean, do 
do what you want to do. But then again, it's like, if you're being forced into it. Oh my God, don't. Or, you know, like, it's like, oh, you know, we've been together for, what, two months? Let's let's do it. And, like, you can have sex whenever you want in a relationship. Like, it's all about you being ready. But it sucks that sex is supposedly a requirement when it comes to being in a relationship. Yes. And I also, and I think... It's also kind of BS that people sort of have that judgment that it's like, you know, if you are ready within that, like, two months of being together and you do end up, like, having sex. And people are like, oh, my God, it's so early. You guys already have sex? Um. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you know, you know, if you really think about it, the both partners Mm -hmm. are ready and, you know, you you know, they might have felt connection together. So let them do them. But then. You know, it would have been a whole nother story if, you know, they rushed into yeah. it. I'm not going to lie. I used to be one of those people who were like, oh, don't you think that's a little too soon? But then yeah. as I grew older, you know, I did certain things and I realized, you know, like, it's fine. Like, it's their relationship. They probably touch skin to skin more than you and this guy yeah. you're talking to in another state. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think just sex and relationship itself is such a big, just a big like controversy mm-hmm. in society. Speaking of relationship, you know, like, to you, have you noticed? Okay, I know you're like in a really good place right now with you and your boyfriend mm-hmm. but what would you consider red flags in a relationship oh my gosh <sighs> um i will admit when i before i was i started getting serious with dustin mm-hmm. um i did like you know have sort of a toxic relationship um and i also like you know i i talked to guys on online mm-hmm. Um, who I've never met before. And um, there was this one boy that I had, like, this whole fling with. And, you know, I I really thought that, I don't know, I was so young, like, naive. And I was like, oh, my God, like, he's the one. Like, even though, you know, we can't really be together, he's the one. And um, (laughs) I started really noticing the red flags when... um, he would like when he would like you know start to really ignore me um and like you know like just those guys who like they when they lose interest in you they start to ignore you that's like my biggest like red flag and it's like so you're just going to do that after we poured our feelings together? Like, you know, was it really real just with what you said? Like, were you really being vulnerable with me? And it really breaks your trust if, you know, once they start losing interest in you, they just ignore you after a while, come back and be like, hey, like, what's up, you know? Like, you're just going to come back like nothing happened? <laughs> exactly. And um, I think my biggest tactic relationship was... Um, 
when I was in middle school and it was just this online dude and I don't know why I was so pressed about him when I never met him before and the biggest red flag is when he wants to call you at 2am oh my god (laughs) he just wants to hear your voice so he can jack off just kidding but (laughs) it might just be that you know he might be pushing you like hey like do you want to do a little phone sex like no bitch I want to go to sleep (laughs) and you know you know the obvious red flag you know send news or you know we've been we we known each other for a while do you want to send some pics like you know not with your face but like seriously yeah i um i remember a few months back i met this guy and um i felt like i was naive like really naive and for the first time Mm -hmm. you know i was oh my god like a guy is showing interest in me and we've been talking for so long which was it wasn't even that long it was like about a month of talking and um throughout our time of talking you know he would ask me like oh like what are some of your kinks or like what do you fantasize about me and like i would tell him you know like i don't want to tell you that it makes me uncomfortable and he well i i didn't say uncomfortable because around that time i felt obligated that i should tell him because you know yeah like we've been talking for so long you know um which was very stupid of me you know i should have prioritized myself um and so he would try to convince me like come on like i'll tell you mine or like you know like like are you like that not are you that uncomfortable with me you know and then i would feel bad like he would try to convince me multiple times and then i would eventually end up telling him um and around that time like it didn't seem as bad as this sounds um because again I didn't really realize that I didn't prioritize myself and now that I talk about it actually talk about it 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 should have been my first warning but I didn't see it yeah and and that's okay. I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> manipulation. Yeah, it's I I don't know. I feel like when it comes to um the whole like sexual part of a relationship, I think the majority of the people understand that no means no, but I feel like it should also apply to like questions that you ask or like how comfortable mm-hmm. you make them so for example if they're asking you a certain question and you don't want to answer and you tell them no they should respect that and give you time but no like you're my partner you're obligated to tell me no secrets like that's ooh, that's a no oh my gosh that is so scary like there's <laughs> there's a difference between overprotective and over control yeah and it's like like you said earlier like you know you two have different lives to live on and so i can't stand people who are like oh like you have like there's there's no secrets between us so you have to tell me everything and and it just feels really like iffy like very suffocating it's like Mm -hmm. i'm not obligated to tell you everything exactly and like you should only do it when you feel like you're ready or you're comfortable Mm -hmm. to and like even if you don't want to they should at least respect that and if they get mad at you red flag leave 
Yes. Yes. Uh, but unless it's like, unless it's like, I think for me, like, unless it's like out of nowhere, you know, I have done it before in like just, just the past few, few months ago when I was just in a very rough spot. And, you know, I was telling like, my partner that, you know, I feel like I shouldn't really depend on him anymore and I shouldn't really tell him most of my stresses anymore. And the, the sole reason was because uh, he was also really stressed about like his own thing. Like he has his own place, you know, with like bills and, and he, he had to stay home because he was at risk with COVID. Oh. So he didn't get paid for like a good month. Um, and he was just like stressed overall. And like, you know, with with me in this relationship, I feel like I'm sort of like a sponge. Like I take in a lot of the feelings that like he projects towards me, even though like it's not specifically towards at me. Um, and like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people in, in like relationship, relationships feel that way too. Um, and, and, you know, I, I sort of like took it the way where it's like, you know, I should just like stop telling you really heavy stuff happening in in my life and just keep it to myself and find other ways to cope with it. And, um, I think what I'm trying to get at is, you know, if you want to approach it that way, at least approach it, approach it to where your partner understands too, because, in the past, me and Dustin have always told each other everything. Like, we, we were just that open and communicated towards each other like that. And he was just very surprised that after three years, why am I bringing that up now? Um, and, you know, he, of course, he was, like, confused and offended. And, like, he was like, what the hell? Like, what is wrong with you? And and then, you know... But then, but then, like you know, if it's just like you, you, you guys are just dating like the first couple of months, then that's that's I I would say like that's okay because you two also don't know each other yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know like what how you act and stuff. Whereas like it's different if it's like three years plus and like you know we both know each other and all of a sudden you act differently like this. Yeah, I mean in relationships, like especially long term relationship, you know, people they grow and they change and sometimes you have to like you say adapt to that environment yes yeah again like it's i wouldn't say it's like you know you you have to force yourself to change for your partner but more of just like take more feelings into consideration yeah and or like adapting to the change yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I don't want to say change you know like fully like transform yourself into this new person yeah just to make someone yeah, happy guys don't don't do that that's exactly like we said love yourself yeah. first yeah and you know i have seen some people who are, are like who are so sweet and after a relationship they just become like really isolated and cold and yeah that's the thing that i don't really understand like i'm not trying to shame anyone because i understand that that's a way for you to keep your guard up but to me i i i used to be that way but after accepting the fact that you know everything happens to teach me a lesson i 
sort of grew out from that and so it's like I always take on new opportunities when meeting new people so I think the problem is being afraid of being vulnerable again and then getting hurt and I understand that but I just feel like you know it's okay to accept the fact that you know you they did what they did and you felt what you felt it's okay to start fresh exactly but then (laughs) just one little thing with that is um don't be that person that's like oh now this is me like Uh, i'm forever going to be like this i'm never gonna change again yeah that that's a whole nother story you know (laughs) because it's like if you're gonna be like that that's just you're not very bitter like you're not allowing room for yourself to grow and then you're only gonna attract you know the same person exactly be willing to accept change yes even if it's just for yourself it makes- i feel like- oh yeah go ahead oh i was just saying it makes a lot of difference when you um accept change for yourself exactly and i feel like I feel like there there's that huge amount of number of people that's like really stubborn and just like, oh no, this is who I am now. You bet like you have to accept it. And the thing is, okay, I don't want to bash anyone, but it really makes my mind confuse a little when let's say a person has been in a relationship for like two years and then after that two year breakup, maybe three months later, they're with somebody else it's kind of like maybe it's just me but it takes me a while to get over someone but Mm -hmm. two years and then three months later you're with someone else that's like how do you do that right that also me um this guy you know like he he was with you know um his ex for a while and you know it's just it felt weird when he um caught feelings for someone um i doubt that he actually caught feelings for that individual um and it wasn't until recently when he realized that you know she was or he just needed someone to like talk to, someone to somewhat be his therapist, and that I, I don't know, that really hurts me. Yeah, and like to even think, like, yeah, I have gone through that too, and to think about like, you know, are they treating that person better too? Oh my god, that that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, that's triggering because it's like you know if you because if you really if you look outside of the relationship of course if you look outside and then you look into the relationship that you know you're with them and just to see like oh they look so much more happier than we were oh that really hurts wow <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry it's okay um I that reminds me. I knew of someone. He had like over five ex girlfriends, and I guess it's oh, 
What? Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was very uh. Like I kept comparing myself to like his other girlfriends, ex girlfriends. Um, because you know, like someone who has that much ex, you know, something is probably up, right? And so it didn't help the fact that his body count was pretty high too. Like again, I'm not trying to shame anyone, but when you're someone with high body count, you know, you're kind of like, So why is your body count so high, you know? But um, I forgot what point I was trying to make here, but that goes back to red flags. Don't be with someone who um, has a lot of ex-girlfriends with very body. Right. I think the the movie that I could think about with that discussion is called The Kissing Booth. Oh Lord. <laughs> it's I don't know if anybody has heard of it, but I'm pretty sure because it's pretty popular on Netflix. Um, it's also a Wattpad book, and um, have you seen the second movie? No, I watched the first movie. It was a little. Uh... Uh, I love movies, but when the second movie, it's much more complicated. I heard. I heard the reviews. They. I. I believe. Um, what was the main guy's name? Um, Noah. Oh, okay. Oh, that needs to trigger me. But anyway, uh, I heard that um he didn't defend himself when um the female protagonist was accusing him of cheating. Uh, yes. Okay, that's. Yeah, I don't. I didn't watch it because I heard so many <laughs> reviews about it. And I'm just here, like, oh lord. Well, I don't, I, I don't know if I should spoil because there's a really important part in it that I want to say, but I don't know if I don't want to spoil if you haven't seen oh, it yet. Oh, don't worry, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, there's this one part, where, like it happens throughout the whole entire movie. Where, um, of course, we know that Noah was a player mm-hmm. and he he slept with, you know, plenty of girls, um, and you know, I think her name is L, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, and L is like, she's very confused, and you know, and she she goes to visit her boyfriend at the big, you know big professional college area. I think it was Harvard. I don't remember. But, um, and she meets this really pretty lady friend that Noah is friends with. And she's so pretty. Like, you know, she has this beautiful, like, accent. Like, beautiful skin. Um, beautiful, like, curly hair. She just looks so pretty. And Elle is just, like, so I feel like she was very jealous and, you know, she was probably thinking that they were hooking up or something. Mm-hmm. And um, she sort of, like, doubted him and never really gave him the benefit of doubt. It wasn't really like, oh, you know, they're probably just really friends. Like, you know, um, he, you know, he probably does really love me for real. And, and it's, and, you know, 
he he was like kind of giving like slow replies and um I, I wouldn't say he wasn't avoiding her because I feel like he wasn't purposely avoiding her. He was just very occupied with, like, friends and, and like, school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, she sort of took it uh, to where, you know, he's probably hooking up with that girlfriend. And... Didn't she also um have a guy on the side? Yes. There was this really, really pretty boy. And um, he... So Noah went to go watch because she was doing this competition with a pretty boy. And Noah went to go watch to see if she would win. And um, they finished the competition and she kissed the friend in front of Noah, uh-huh. not knowing that he was in the audience. And she she only kissed him because she was, like, doubtful that, you know, he was probably doing the same thing with a lady friend. Come to find out that he wasn't cheating on her at all. And they were just really, really, really close friends. I don't know how you call that close friends or friends when he was touching her in the waist, hugging each other, looking at each uh-huh. other endearingly. Uh, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but then again, it's like with people like body counts like that, give them the benefit of doubt as well if they're really serious about wanting to be with you. That I actually have a question. Um, uh, like, it would be okay. I don't know how to word this question. Um, it's kind of okay. Let's okay. Would you? Okay, where would you draw the line when it comes to your boyfriend and let's say his girl best friend? Wait, could you repeat that? You sort of lagged out. Um, So where would you draw the line when it comes to your boyfriend and his girl best friend? (sighs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Um, when they start doing things that I usually don't do with him, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like when I talk about this, like, I feel like I'm just really, really jealous because, you know, he's a chocolate man (laughs) and, you know, everybody's just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, he's so cute. And I know he's fucking fine. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just so triggered because it's like, uh, oh my god. Um, but when I was in this, like, when I was in a program, I was part of a team, and um, I never really like, I never really confronted the girls that um, were re- getting really comfortable with him because, again, like we were, we we just we were, we just started dating. I think this is like the first couple, few months and we, were, we just started dating and um it was these two girls and you know they're being really friendly friendly towards him and he he you know he's really friendly as well like he has this um like charisma that is just like really welcoming and friendly and that's I just I just feel like you know I just wish he was a little more pushy and assertive <laughs> and like get the fuck out of my way but no, um, and you know, I think there was this one time where uh, we were getting ready to go, and you know, this girl, like the 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 girl, came up to him and was like putting her hand up, and they and they put their hands together, all right, <laughs> against each other, like like palm to palm, finger to finger, all right, and like he was like, oh my god, your fingers are so small. 
and, uh, and she was like, your fingers are so big, Dustin. Uh, I was just standing there. <laughs> and he, my guy friend was in the team with me, and he looked at me, he was like, oh, Lori, are you gonna do something like that? I mean, and obviously, if someone looks at you when something like that happens, something is wrong. I, because I'm, I'm so triggered, and, you know, I just sort of stood there, because I didn't know what to do, and, like, you know, you know, when you're in that kind of, like, in that, in, like, a program, it has to be professional, even if you're in a relationship, because you don't want to let that interfere with your work, you know, and, you know, I just sort of let it slide, and, um, and, you know, I, of course, I wanted to draw the line, because there were so many times where they, they did some things like you know there's this one time this other girl she like put out a pic uh, like she pointed at a picture of me and Dustin and she was like oh my god look that's me and she pointed at me but referred to me as her hugging Dustin the disrespect and I feel like she felt some type of way with Dustin but like you know we were both together so she was being kind of like passive aggressive and like I'm not trying to throw shade, but then I just really wish I had the confidence to confront them about it. But you know, I I always like like I always put it to desk to like my partner's job to take care of it because it wasn't happening to me, but it still affected me. But it was happening to him, mm. and that's where like I didn't know how to deal with it because again, like it's not happening to me, you know. And it's happening towards him. And again, like, again, he was very friendly. He didn't, I feel like he didn't know how to approach it. Yeah, I feel like guys, they don't really know. Sometimes they can be clueless. Or sometimes they don't really know how to, like, be like, hey, like, I have a girlfriend. Like, back off. I I know. And I don't know. I don't know why the fuck that's such a big ass problem. Did not just say that you have a girlfriend and tell them to back off. Like, girls could easily do it, you know, when you go out in public. And, like, some guys are like, hey, you want to hook up? And be like, no, I got a boyfriend. And if they don't believe that, then you'd be like, no, I got a girlfriend, you know? <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's, I, it's, I'm just so annoyed by that because it's like, you know, can't you just say that you're spoken for and that'd be it and not let it drag for, like, a whole year? A whole year? Yes, ma'am. Well, let's hope he learned something from that because a whole year. Yes. And, girl, don't. Oh, my God. When we had one of our events, and um, again, like this, this is when we just like first started dating. It was just still super early. And um, this girl. She, the girl, she like came to the event and like we were having like a fun. We were playing a fun game, and you know I took that. I think like it's a it's a game that tells you like kind of like Simon says. And um, there was a direction, and I ran towards you know Dustin, and like he carried me, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, y'all are so cute!" Oh my gosh, and then he put me down, and then um, he carried me bridal style. Because I think that was the direction. Mm-hmm. And then he put me down. And then I was on my way to go finish what I had to do. And then, like, my back was towards him. And then, um, 
him and like somebody else in another direction and all of a sudden um all of a sudden like my back was hard and so I didn't know and I was gonna run towards that one again to do it again and all of a sudden this girl that was like all the way across the goddamn room <laughs> she ran like it she ran like like she was on the fucking track. She ran and she jumped on Dustin's back in like the split one second. Girl shook. <laughs> she like she like hugged his neck and like wrapped her leg around him. Like she she was like her life depended on it. I was so triggered. I was like what the fuck just happened? And like everybody was looking at me, and I I was trying to stay calm because I was so embarrassed. Because when she was charging towards him, I also was charging towards him, mm. and that's what was really embarrassing. And like my, I knew my face got red, and like my friends were looking at me, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like she's trying to get with your man, and like I freaking despise people who like instigate the problem. Oh my god. But if you know that they're instigating it, you know that it's not just who sees it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was that was like two years ago. I'm I'm just glad that we both matured from it, and I really hope that we, I I for sure learned what to do next. But I really hope he knows what to do next. How do you? Okay, are you two ready for marriage? I know it's a I know it's a like very like serious question to ask but yeah like you guys have been together for a long time like how do you guys both even feel about marriage um we you know we have talked about it I think I think we talked about like you know if you're ready or not I know for sure that I was ready for the wrong reasons um, I was ready mostly because I just wanted to get out of this household. Uh, um, and, you know, that for sure, that's like the really wrong reasons. I mean, you want to be ready to marry this person, not because you want to escape something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really big problem, especially in the Hmong community. Oh, because, you know, you know, there's stories of how some girls willingly run away with their boyfriends to get married. Yeah, it caused a lot of divorce, a lot of kids. Yeah, and sometimes it even causes you to lose a ton of money, especially Mm. in cultural marriages, if, you know, you you, you knew that you weren't even ready. Um, And, you know, me and Dustin spoke about it, and I, I told him, like, I was, I really wanted to get married, like, before, during college, and like I knew that I was rushing him because I wanted to leave this household and you know I was very confused and I was like you know why why aren't you ready like why aren't you telling me why you're not ready and um it took him a while to tell me because he he said he wasn't ready to get married and it took him a while to tell me and he did eventually tell me um and he told me that um when we usually have arguments, it's usually dragged under the rug and not talked about until like a couple months later. Mm. And that, that I feel like that's, I, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's toxic, but I would say it's a really bad, it was a really bad habit for the both of us. 
and um where and he he would call it like a cycle where it always happens where it's like we have a really bad argument and then the next day we don't talk about it and then like at the end of a week like the bucket tips over oh and yeah and that's when things get really bad and then and he he doesn't want that to end up like always happening if we do end up getting married and you know i I was I was very I was very hurt by it because I was like that's the only thing holding you back and you never told me about this you it's been like two years and you never told me about this and you know because it's like if if it's something that big like you should at least tell your partner because that involves your partner mm-hmm. and it's like you're kind of keeping your partner in the dark for that I mean at least. We too mature and realize, you know, like you guys grew from it. I think that's like it's pretty, like it's beautiful. Mhm. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I just really wish that a lot of relationships could overcome that because that's when things get really heavy, like really bad. Yeah, I feel like I okay. Um, I. I guess for this part, I um, I wanted something to work in my favor for once. Um, mm-hmm. This guy, I couldn't really, I wouldn't say I couldn't be vulnerable around him, but it's when I I get a little bit emotional. Um, mm-hmm. He couldn't really respond in a way where he could comfort me, and I talked to him about it because I wasn't gonna like push it under the rug you know I told him you know what you did it made me felt like being vulnerable with you is something that I can't do and Mm -hmm. he told me that you know he's sorry and he would try in the future he's just not good with these situations and then as a little bit of time went on he still failed to comfort me um Mm -hmm. and that's I should have realized that he wasn't exactly what I was looking for but you can't really help it when you like someone you know yeah and I just feel like you know if he really did maybe genuinely like me he would try because um he would somewhat pull out the sympathy card and I don't think that's exactly a good trait to have when your partner is telling you how they feel yeah, and I feel like a lot of people who are in relationships they don't realize that they seem to, like you said earlier, work against each other instead of working together. Yes, and it sucks because you know I'm a very understanding person to the point where I will literally justify their red flags, which is yeah. very bad. Um. And, you know, I would say, oh, like, he told me that he's uncomfortable with this. Like, I knew better. But it's like, girl, he said that he would try, but he he didn't. So why are you still here, you know? I think think in terms to that, I think what I – if someone's really dedicated to you and, like, your relationship, I feel like try – is a very sensitive word. Yeah. 
like the, it's not sincere whereas like i would do it yeah i yeah it, i knew something was off i was like that kind of take me off when you said it that way <laughs> um and i also feel like when it comes to relationship you know i feel like a lot of people they get lazy at the end you know yeah like, oh i got this person like they're mine i don't have to try no more and it's like I no like, you always have to do it every day yeah and uh, like when you start lacking effort you know I don't think a lot of people realize that when you stop putting in effort, you make your partner feel unwanted. Yeah. That's not something that, you know, you want them to feel. Or that's not something that you would want to feel from your partner either. Exactly. But then, like, also, I would say, you know, don't make it like it's a job. Because it's not a job. You're supposed to feel good about it. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, sometimes relationships do end up being like that. It's like, like, oh, my God, like, here we go. Now I have to, you know, be with this person. But no, like, you should at least enjoy your time with this person because, you know, you like them, you know. I feel like the word like when it comes to someone saying, oh, yeah, like, I like you. I don't know. Something about it kind of throws me off. Like, yeah, I like you compared to, let's say, I'm interested in you. Is it just me? Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, I see potential in you. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because I, uh, I actually named him Potential on my contact. Uh, uh, I mean... When you put it like that, <laughs> I join him. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like I, I will admit that um, during like my time of like a little bit of isolation and like just cleaning out, mm-hmm. realized that although I didn't exactly feel too deeply for him, it's the fact that it's so hard for me to like accept people's flaws because I like to pick people apart. I know that doesn't sound like um, the best of me, but a mm. bad habit. I like to pick people's flaws apart, and so um, it's hard for me to accept the flaws, but for him, I accepted him for who he was, and so although I didn't fall that deeply, you know, he was someone that I was willing to be in that position of falling in love with, and that is so corny coming from me, but yeah, and, you know, I think it's okay. I don't think you should ignore how you felt because, you know, if, I mean, those are still feelings, rather they're real or not. There's, there were still feelings that you had. And the best solution if you want to move on is to at least acknowledge them. Like, you know, of course this person made you feel this way. How could they not? I also feel like why so many people... Like, that's why it's so hard for so many people to move on from the relationship. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like, oh, like, you know, kind of like this generation. It's like, you know, like, fuck this whole. Oh, God. (laughs) Or, you know, like, you know, I didn't love them. And it's like, that's so immature of you. And, like, I feel, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like, you know, I really respect 
relationships that you know even after breaking up they they're still really good friends yeah i i admire that too because it's hard to just be friends with someone that you had a ton of romantic history with you know to just look at them and be like yeah you're my friend not my yeah yeah but you know i just question it's like you know how can people who are so who were so in love with each other just like break up and then be strangers all over again you know that hits yeah i guess falling out of love i don't know sometimes relationships can be draining yes that is true um that's what but then you know what i never believed that one stupid line that says we'll always find each other again yeah fuck that phrase <laughs> no if it wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be exactly yeah i'm just you know it's like oh, you know maybe you know like wrong timing i mean okay the whole like right person wrong timing i i don't know it's, i just don't like it because it's like if it was the right person why would you come at the wrong time right but you know, it's it's just weird. I don't know. Oh shit! Did you want to end it here? Yes. Let's. Yes. Oh my gosh! I can't believe it's already been an hour. <laughs> we could definitely do uh, a part two. Yeah. <laughs> like we said this is such a broad topic but um, we can end it here mm-hmm. um, thank you for staying with us until the end of our conversations uh, I hope that you all have an, have an amazing day wherever you are remember to be open minded and that you are made of sugar spice and everything nice thank you bye <laughs>